Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So, if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So, my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So, that's dream, weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out, dot com. Yo, what is going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is scriptwriter Steve, and welcome to my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. Well, today is January 8th, 2023. By the way, Happy New Year, and in case I forgot, happy belated Merry Christmas. I hope your holidays were really great. Mine loved it, loved it, loved it. Uh, it could have been a little better, but I'm not really complaining. I criticize because I'm a compulsive criticizer. Right? <laughs> I'm not a complainer. I just criticize a hell out of things, which makes me good for talking to myself for about an hour, right? That's why I do my podcast. I can do my podcast without anyone on the other side of me. I'm just, it's just me. Just me complaining. <laughs> okay. I'm going to turn this music down and I'm going to start my little complaint. Hopefully, you'll stay tuned to the very end. Anyway. <laughs> It's currently 1.46 a.m. in the morning on a Sunday. Uh, I didn't go out this weekend because, you know, you know when you're 40, am I 45? I think I'm 45 going on 46, or am I 46 going on 47? You know, when you get up to my age, you kind of stop counting. Uh, you, you just kind of count the creaks in your bones, and you say, you know, things are clicking. Things aren't really, like, moving as well as they did when you're back in your 20s, and they're it becomes very apparent when you try to hop on your your bike, your 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 trek bike that I, that I used to have back when I was twenty years old. It's called a trials bike. Uh, it's not. I'm I'm, I'm not going to try to explain it to you because it would take too much of my time. But I used to do tricks back when I was younger in my twenties, all the way up to my thirties. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to try to get back back into this and uh, hopped onto it. Really, really rusty. Tried to bunny hop the curb, and I, I really couldn't do it. I'm finally getting to bunny hop the curb, but my legs, the day after, my oh, my legs and my arms. Yeah, yeah. The sport I did was called trials, and, and if you want to look what it is, just Google bike trials, and you can actually see what um, I used to do. Um, just to you know, just kind of to sum it up in a nutshell, I used to jump my bikes onto boulders and rocks and cars and picnic benches, and the object of the game was to you know go all, go over all of these obstacles without putting your foot down. And uh, that's what I did when I was when I was in my twenties, uh, while I was a screenwriter, um, and it actually got me places. But um, <laughs> I tried to get back into it. I'm still trying to get back into it. And I tell you what, my elbow—I got trials elbow. <laughs> I can't put it straight. Sometimes it still hurts. My hamstrings hurt like hell. Um, and I think it's my age right now, and uh, or, or maybe my body just isn't used to being torqued in that direction whatsoever. So. I don't know. I, I really don't know. And I, and I just hopped on my road bike the other day, and I went. I rode 25 miles for the first time in a while. And uh, I, I didn't ride bike for about almost a month, right? And the reason why I haven't been riding bike or even doing my podcast for about a month is just, it's just that I've been so busy. Um, you know, I've had weddings right around, I think, mid-December and all the way to, to New Year's Eve. There are weddings, uh, you know, pockets of weddings here and there and here and there. And on top of that, 
I had parties, Christmas parties and other parties to, to, to cook for. And, and my, we, were, we, had, we entertained our family. We had one party on the 21st and one party on the 25th. And then, uh, and then for New Year's Eve, you know, I just said, hey, I'm, I, I just wanted to lay back and watch football, but I ended up booking some weddings on the, on those days. So New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, I had, I had football and weddings and it was great though. I really, really, no, I'm sorry, not weddings, vow renewals, same thing, but they're smaller jobs. You know, loved making money on those days and loved watching football. But again, it's, there's just so many things pulling you in every single direction. And here I am right now. Finally, you know, January is a little slow month for Dream Weddings Hawaii. We usually, it's usually a booking month in January all the way till April. Uh, we don't do a lot of weddings. We just do a lot of bookings. So right now, if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want your vows renewed in Hawaii, if you're just coming down here and you want some family photos, now's a good time to call me because this is when I put my summer schedule together and you can, you know, pay me a down payment, <laughs> which will put some money in my pocket because that always helps, right? It really, really always helps, especially in this economy. And uh, what else have I been up to? I'll, I'll kind of update you on what else I've been doing. Um, I've been cooking some... Uh, Mexican food. I, I've, I've been, I've been kind of dabbling in tacos. I really never made tacos before in my life. And, uh, you know, I'm starting to make these, you know, these little crispy tacos and what do they call taco salads? Uh, and just learning how to dice up the, the, dice up the, the tomatoes the right way. Uh, and, and do all these other things, which I, I didn't know how to make tacos. My, uh, movie guy Keone came over to, over to my house and he's like, Oh, let's make some tacos. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't even know that you had to, grill or not really grill but i guess warm up or or uh is it grill is, is grill the right word i guess lightly grill your corn tortillas <laughs> i had no idea and then i had no idea you could deep fry them see this is how much of a i guess a, an idiot I, I am when it comes to mexican food right i know how to eat it i love to eat mexican food but I, i'm always just in awe of how I guess how, how great people can make it. I, I never really attempted to make it and now I'm just trying to dabble in it. You know, I do like to cook. I do like trying to figure out things. And I think, you know, you know, cooking is just one of those things where I just, I'm just trying to figure out how to, how to really perfect this cuisine. And maybe, who knows, who knows, maybe I'll actually sell it in my food trailer one day. Oh, to give you an update. Uh, we did draw the lines on our smoker, our, our, our propane tank. We drew lines on our propane tank. I, had, I got movie guy Keone to do it. And, uh, now, um, I guess my, my welder now is going to make all the cuts in the, with, with the plasma cutter. And we're going to be hopefully cooking in, in the next two to three months. I'm hoping a lot sooner. And uh, we'll be selling our food pretty soon. So I'm pretty excited. Uh, my barbecue dream is coming to fruition very, very soon. And as soon as we open up for business, I will tell you where we are, you know, what our times are and, and how to get our food. All right. But as of right now, I'm going to keep things a little bit on the down low. All right. So what the hell do I want to talk about today? <laughs> well, first of, first off, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about eventually the Demar Hamlin football. 
I guess, drama that has surrounded the NFL lately. Uh, if anybody of you, I'm sure all of us, all of you folks who are listening to me right now, other than my friends who listen over the, in Iran, I got, I still have your, the four listeners in Iran, which is great. I, I still think they're, they're still listening. They didn't get, get killed. Um, I, I look at my stats. I'm saying, whoa, they're, they're still there. Even, even though I haven't made a podcast in about a month or so, they're, I, you know, they, they still listen to my last podcast, which is great. All right. But anyway. Uh, just to update, in case you've been living under a rock, uh, you know, DeMar Hamlin, he's, he's a safety who plays for the Bills, and that's a football team, an American football team. And, uh, you know, he, he, he tried to, he went in for a tackle on this wide receiver, and that wide receiver, you know, like, you're like you're taught in football every time, you so see, you brace yourself for the hit, and he lowered his head, and then he drove his shoulder, um, into DeMar Hamlin's chest. Now, was it a hard hit? Absolutely not. And what happened was that DeMar, DeMar Hamlin, he took that hit. He also got decleated in a way, very lightly. He fell down, tackled him, and then he adjusted his helmet, and then all of a sudden, he fell backwards. Now, that right there, it didn't look good. Nobody in the stadium thought it was a hard hit. Nobody said, whoa, whoa. Usually when you hear a hit that's hard, it echoes throughout the entire stadium. And everyone says, whoa. And, and you see that guy get back up. This wasn't one of those hits. And uh, DeMar Hamlin, he ended up having, going into cardiac arrest right there on the field. And it took him, it took them nine minutes to revive him. And that, that, uh, that Bengals game, the, the Bills Bengals game, eventually, it, it eventually got canceled. And right now, fast forwarding to the present, uh, that game isn't going to be played. And the NFL has, you know, rewritten the rules. On what is going to be going to, going to going to go on now, and how the playoffs will handle, and it's and it's so complicated, and and I'd even bother to even try, even you know, try even to even like learn wh why they're doing it or how they're doing this, and it, it it even comes into the scenario where the Bengals are ultimately screwed because they cannot compete for the number one seed, no matter how hard they play. Even if they win all their last games, there's no way they can compete for the number one seed, and in some type of scenario. Uh, if, if they may actually end up get, not getting even home field advantage, um, if certain teams get into the playoffs and in fact, one playoff, uh, I guess scenario to, to decide, uh, who has home field advantage will be through a flip of a coin. That is just horrible because, you know, all these players, you know, who love the game of football, you know, you work the entire year playing a long season, trying to win as much games as possible so you can get home field advantage, right? And, and during the playoffs. So you're, you're, you're working your way to there and all of a sudden you find out all your hard work you did throughout the entire season, well, it's down the drain because of this unfortunate incident. Now, you know, it was a very dramatic thing that happened on, happened on there. And, you know, there was just so much emotions going around there. I think there was also a lot of fake emotions going on. A lot of people are overreacting too. Um, but it, it was just, you know, you know, so many, I guess people were angry, upset, confused, you know, fearful and, and everything all combined together and they just did not know what to do. And, uh, you know, to be honest, they should have continued playing that game. They really, in, in hindsight, even though it was hard to do, they should have continued playing that game because that's what they're, that's what they're actually, you know, paid to do. <laughs> it is, right? And I, I have to be honest with you, as, as unsensitive or insensitive, I'm sorry, insensitive, no such word as unsensitive, as insensitive as that may sound, 
when you are there to do a job and you're paid to do it, and even if there's a death that happens, you still have to show up and do your job. You know, I remember, I remember uh, um, doing, doing a wedding. And uh, the day before, I found out, I think it was my grandfather or someone really close in the family had died. Um, and, and uh, you know, that hit me. That hit me pretty hard. I think it was my, I think it was my uncle. What was it? My uncle. I forgot. It was one of my uncles who actually passed away. And, and it hit me. It hit me. It, it, it was one of the only funerals that I actually cried at. But I had a wedding that same day. And, uh, you know, I wasn't feeling too good, but I still did my job and I still did it with a smile. And my couples had no idea what was going on. How would it, how would it feel if they booked me, they paid me thousands of dollars to, to do my job on that day? Now they don't know my uncle had, you know, uncle's funeral wasn't going to be on that day, right? But I just, you know, all of a sudden I tell them, well, I don't, I just don't feel like doing it because I'm sad and I'm, emotional, I'm not in the right frame of mind to photograph your wedding. <laughs> that's not right. And that's what happened on that game. I mean, all of these players, they were crying, they were, they were like sad, you know, they were, they were an emotional wreck, understandably. But right then and there, they said, well, I can't do my job. I'm, I'm not going to do my job. And all of a sudden, everybody just says, okay, really? Right? Okay. So, I mean, there comes a point where you just have to do your job. It's like that in the military. It's like that if you're flying a plane. If you're, it's like that if your boss says, hey, you know what? You know, I don't care if you're, you know, what happened to you. You still got to do your job because this event is so important. You've been working your entire life. Even if it's just a game, people are depending on you. You know, you, because of what happened, it screwed up the entire NFL, and it screwed over the Bengals. It did. It really did. And it screwed, over, it screwed over all the people there who flew there to go watch a football game. Just imagine that, right? All the other storylines, right? There have, been fo- there have been soccer games, uh, uh, I guess in other, in other countries, soccer games, where the same thing happened. Now, there's a lot of football players who, like when I say football players, I mean soccer football players, who collapse dead, fall dead, I guess, you know. There's a lot of soccer players who just, what do they call it, just collapse from, from a cardiac arrest on the field, and a lot of them have died, okay? They, they, get, they get carted off the field, and they, they have, have actually died. They continue the game in those countries. They don't stop the game. The game must go on in those countries, and, that's, and they're, not, they're not being insensitive. They're, they understand that they have a job to do. That's my opinion. But here in America, again, we're a little bit oversensitive, you know, and, and, and I can understand their point of view. Probably going to get a lot of hate, hate mail for this, but that's just my opinion, right? Anyway, um, what happened directly after um, is, is, a little, is a little crazy. Um, so immediately after DeMar Hamlin, I guess even while DeMar Hamlin was, was being, was being a, I guess, a, I guess CPR was being performed on him. A lot of people were speculating automatically what happened to him. What was the reason for this? And this is just the natural course of human nature. Okay, you're always going to try to play a detective. You're, everybody wants to play Sherlock Holmes, especially me. And I'm out there speculating, well, well, what could it be? Because it wasn't that hard of a hit. It really was not that hard of a hit. And, and immediately, 
all of these um, doctors who find themselves on Twitter and YouTube, they come out and said, well, it's definitely not because of the, of the vaccine. Now, this is before everybody was saying because of, uh, because it's because of the vaccine. They have immediate, immediately dismissed that it's not the vaccine. Well, the truth is, you don't know if it's a vaccine. You don't know if it is or it's not. You don't know if it's, you know, if, it, if the hit caused himself to have a heart attack or maybe he has some other type of ailment. Maybe it was like he was, he, some, some type of drugs caused it, right? You know, a lot of, a lot of athletes take performance enhancing drugs. You just don't know. Maybe he has a heart problem. You do not know. But immediately, they start saying it is not because of the vaccine. And it's because of this, um, this other, like, uh, ailment, well, not really ailment, but, or, uh, I guess cardiac incident. Why don't, why don't we call it that? Called commodio cortis, which is extremely rare. All right. But they start saying it's commodio cortis. Now, what exactly is commodio cortis? Well, it's, it's when you get a hit or someone gets a hit to the heart, um, at the exact right time when your heart is the most vulnerable. And say for, it could be a punch, it could be a baseball beating you, it could be anything. And apparently if you get hit there with a very low amount of pressure, that's what they're saying, you can go into cardiac arrest. Now, that sounds kind of scary. That sounds really scary when they put it into those terms, right? But they said it's so rare because it has to happen at the, at the exact second, at the exact millisec, millisecond or, or, or nanosecond. And, and it's almost virtually impossible. It's something that you only read, read about in textbooks. Well, the truth about it, 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 it is rare, but it happens about two dozen times every single year to athletes. And the majority of these athletes are kids. And it's extremely common in martial arts. Now, why is it common in martial arts? Because those kids are kicking to the heart area, to the chest. And I remember my friends who were like uh, in, uh, I guess, Taekwondo, they would wear these chest plates. And it's and it was for that that entire purpose because you don't want to take a sidekick to the chest and get a direct heart shot. And, uh, you know, this these, these chest plates were were they weren't bulletproof and they weren't very thick but they were like made out of metal so they would dissipate the power of a sidekick if you ever got hit with a spinning kick and um but those those uh those kids would still get actually heart attacks and it was still very very rare but it happens again about two dozen times to kids every single year now on top of that baseball is also the set it's baseball and martial arts that are the the, the two common causes of Commodio cordis. And the majority of, the, of all these cases, again, happen to kids. Now, why did they happen to kids? It's because the chest wall around the, or, or I, guess, I guess around the chest cavity is actually a lot thinner. So the majority of the cases happen to men, 20, young men, 20 and below. Very rarely does it happen to someone 20 and above. Now, Damar Hamlin was 24 years old. So he's far past that risk category. All right, far past the risk category. Plus, he's wearing, he is wearing um, uh, shoulder pads. And these shoulder pads, they just don't protect your shoulders, by the way. You know, I used to play football before, so I kind of know about this. They, kinda, they do protect your chest area. So if you take a, if you take a helmet to the chest, it's, it's going to dissipate. And this thing is padded like you would not believe. I mean, this, is, this thing is padded more 
then it feels like it's padded more than the shoulders, to be quite honest. It feels like when you wear these things, you know, you could take, it feels like you can, you can take a bullet to the chest even though you can't, but it has that much padding on it. It makes you feel very, very safe. And you strap this thing on and, and you're good to go. All right. So on top of that, you know, when you, when you throw into the fact that he's wearing that padding and then that other guy's wearing a helmet that is made to, I guess the pat, the, 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 the helmet actually, well, he didn't get hit with a helmet. He got hit in the shoulder. So his shoulder pads, I want to just say that his shoulder pads, the way they're designed, it's meant to disperse the, the entire force. So now we're, we're talking about if he, if, if um, TJ Higgins, uh, he, that's the other receiver who hit DeMar Hamlin, took a shoulder uh, uh, to DeMar Hamlin's chest, we're talking about a diffused type of, um, I guess, uh, I guess, uh, a diffused force that hit his chest. Uh, through the shoulder pad, and then on top of the shoulder pad that DeMar Hamlin was working. So, I mean, wearing, not working, <laughs> okay? So, it's very, 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 very rare. Now, what are the chances of a person dying or collapsing on the field uh, of Comadio Cortis? Uh, well, <laughs> there's only two dozen cases every single year. Very few of them happen, a person 20, 20 years older. We're talking, and how many football play? How many NFL football plays has um, has it happened to in the entire world? NFL football, not, not even NFL football, none, absolutely none. Even though football is extremely dangerous, um, <laughs> Comario Cortis is not one of them. Now there have been kids who have dropped dead, you know, on on the field because of a heart attack, but it had nothing to do with Comario Cortis. Absolutely nothing. There's not one case out there that I can find that has actually attributed 100% guarantee to Commodio Cortis. Now, I'm sure you can probably find one, you know, if you really, really try to dig, but I tried to find them on the internet. And, and, uh, you know, because, because of uh, what happened, happened to Damar Hamlin, you find all of these people out there who are saying, oh, this happens here, that happens there, that happens. And you do some research and you say, no, that, that kid had like, uh, something wrong with his heart to begin with. All right. Now, Here's something that's really interesting right now. Now we're going to back back the train up right now and and tell you and I'm going to tell you some facts that are just going to blow your mind about the vaccine. Now, do you know that with these mRNA vaccines? Now, for now full full disclosure, I used to believe in these vaccines. I got vaccinated. I took the two shots. Okay, I didn't take any booster, but I took the two shots. After that, I said, you know, I'm not going to take anything more. Uh, but and after learning what I have learned. I'm not going to take it. You know, my trust for the government and also the medical establishment has really dissolved I mean, over, the, over the years of COVID. But anyway, the mRNA vaccines, they're finding out, this is the Pfizer and the Moderna, they're finding out that there's a <laughs> one adverse event, uh, adverse, serious adverse event. Uh, that means like, you know, a, a heart attack, a stroke, or something like that, where, or maybe you can't walk or pain. That happens... One out of one out of eight hundred people who are vaccinated. One out of eight hundred people who are vaccinated. Now you may tell yourself that's pretty rare. Now just imagine that one out of eight hundred. It's still pretty rare. So the the odds of something bad happening to you because of the vaccine are still very 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 low. <laughs> one out of eight hundred. I mean that's still pretty bad odds. If you if you go to Vegas with a one and eight hundred uh, you know odds and you know, you want to try to win anything, that's still pretty bad, all right? 
Now, the vaccine for the, uh, what is it called, the, for swine flu, one, uh, they had one incident, one adverse incident out of 100,000 vaccines. One. And they labeled the swine flu vaccine too dangerous to distribute. For the rhinovirus vaccine, it was one out of 10,000. Uh, one out of ten thousand people who got who got the rhinovirus vaccine, and they determined that that vaccine, one out of ten thousand, they were too dangerous to distribute. But you have the mRNA vaccines; it's one out of eight hundred, not one out of one hundred thousand or one out of ten thousand. It's one out of eight hundred, and it's promoted as being safe. You understand that this doesn't make any sense now, right? So, out of eight hundred people out there. One person is going to have a serious adverse event. Now, here's something that I find very interesting. I think that number is a lot higher because when I take a look at my friends and my family, never before in my life, never ever before in my life have I encountered so many people who had really bad, I guess really bad, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't even say side effects, but really bad ailments that their doctors can't explain. I have an uncle who can't walk right anymore. My own father. He has pain when he walks, okay? Now, it could be old age, all right? It could be old age, but the doctors, both doctors, right? both of their doctors have no idea what the hell was wrong with them. And what happened was that their pain, it only started happening after they got the vaccine. Isn't that strange? Isn't that a little, a little, a little coincidental, right? Um, myself, myself and Keith, we started to have brain fog, there's a lot of times when we were, it still happens to this very day where we can't recall, you know, certain characters in movies, certain actors in movies. When we start, when we try to talk things, uh, I talk back and forth. Sometimes I find myself at a loss for words. I've never used to be like that. But after I got vaxxed, I started to have those things. Brain fog. Now, now a lot of people are saying, no, you know, those are those things that you, that are just, you know, you know, just, it's all in your mind, right? They, they can say that. You, you can't really can't prove that it's because of the, it's because of the vaccine, right? But all of a sudden, I have some friends who are having strokes in their 40s. Now, I know, you know, people have had strokes before and when they were very, very young. In fact, I found out one of my very close friends had a stroke, I think, in his early 30s or late 20s or something like that. And it's extremely rare. He's, he's made almost a complete recovery. I mean, I couldn't tell because I, I met him playing football. <laughs> okay, I met him playing, playing uh, football in the park. And I, and I said, oh, this guy can run. He can run great routes. He can throw a football. <laughs> he, you know, you'll, be, you'll be the last person you ever thought you know, had a stroke. But I find out like just, I think, with, uh, I think just about six months ago when I saw him, he said, oh, yeah, I had a stroke. And uh, you know, a lot of my vision, I don't have some of my vision in my right eye or something like that. And, but he had a stroke when he, when he was in his late 20s or early 30s. Had no idea. But, you know, strokes do happen. But one of my friends, right after he, after he got the vaccine, he got a stroke. That's just crazy. And then he posted that online. Now, he doesn't think it's because of the vaccine. But he posted that online. And all of a sudden, there's other people who got strokes right after they got the vaccine. And they're also in their 40s. I don't hear a lot of people in their 40s before the vaccine coming out and say, hey, you know what? You know, uh, I got a stroke. I got a stroke. No, no. I mean, when you heard someone got a stroke when they're young, you're like, wow, that's so rare. It is so rare. Now, 
here's a st- here's a here's a stat that's going to blow your mind. Okay, now since January 2021, 1,598 athletes, okay, have suffered from cardiac arrest. 69% of those have been fatal. That means around 1,200 athletes have died. Okay, you can't prove that it's because of the vaccine. Now, before that, you have about 29 athletes who suffered from cardiac arrest throughout the entire world. 29 versus 1,598. The only only variable here added to this entire equation is the COVID vaccine. And the COVID vaccine, it says here, and this is directly from the FDA, one out of 5,000 young men will suffer from myocarditis, which is inflammation of the heart. Now, one out of 5,000 men, right, suffering from myocarditis, and, and we're out here, and the, the doctors are, are, are already ruling out with, the, with DeMar Hamlin that it's not the vaccine. One out of 5,000, how many snaps of NFL have, have they played in the world that have, I guess, resulted in commodity chorus? None. Absolutely none. How many in football has it appeared in, in football? It's absolutely none. You have a better chance of this being myocarditis or a form of myocarditis caused by the vaccine than it being commodity cortis. Statistically. Now, we're not, again, I'm not saying the vaccine caused this. But statistically, you know, and then scientifically, it doesn't seem like it. Now, it still could be. It still really could be. It could be one of these really, really rare cases. And those things, you know, happen. Like, it, it may only happen once in my entire lifetime of, like, you know, watching the NFL. Okay? And it could be one and done and over with. I hope it's, I hope it's like that. I hope, I hope it's not the vaccine because I took it. I really do. I, you know, I, I took it. My friends took it. My parents took it. All right? You know, we were fooled into thinking that it was effective, you know, safe. We were lied to. Remember, you know that... That stat that I told you before, one out of 800, you know, people who took the vaccine, you know, you know, had one major adverse effect, one out of 800. This was actually in the study that Pfizer and Moderna, you know, created for themselves. This is what they were trying to hide from you. But the NIH, Dr. Fauci, they knew about this. Does that make any sense? The FDA doesn't approve a vaccine that, that has one adverse event, uh, one out of 100,000, yet they approve and promote a vaccine that has one out of 800 you know, adverse events. Does not make sense. That's corruption for you. And we can't trust them. We really can't trust them. It's sad. It's really, really sad, people. All right. So what do you think it is? I mean, I mean, do you think it's the vaccine <laughs> that actually took down Damar Hamlin? Um, you know, it, it would really be scary if it is. It, it's it's going to be scary if you if you get to see in the next upcoming football season, or, or even on the Super Bowl. God forbid the Super Bowl, and you see like you know another football player just drop down from CPR. I, I guess for drop down, and you and you have to give CPR on him, and you know you don't you you have no idea why. And all of it, and, he, and he didn't even take a hit. Now that will be scary. You know, there was another football player just recently. He, I think he's 38 years old, played for the Jaguars. He was a defensive lineman. He's out there telling everyone to take the jab, take the jab, take the jab. And, uh, 
he, you know, he's not in the NFL anymore, but he just dropped dead. He just dropped dead um, from a heart attack. Isn't that strange? And he was healthy. Now, he may have been a little, a little bit overweight, but he was still healthy. Now, who knows, though? Really, who knows? A lot of athletes are just dropping. And, we're, and right now, the government, the medical establishment, um, the people who supposedly know better than you are just presenting you with these multiple choice answers. And the vaccine is not one of those multiple choice answers that they want you to click on. I have to say this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end this entire podcast with a, with a funny story that I told my aunt just a few days ago. And uh, yeah, I've been telling this story over and over again. And I, I think I may have told this story on my podcast before. But uh, uh, I, I remember, uh, I'm going to, this has still to do with the vaccine, still has to do with the, still has to do a little bit with about the government, you know, brainwashing you. Um, but I remember when I was in, when I was in high school, you know, I was not the smartest kid in high school, pri- primarily because I was lazy. I was one of those kids who just didn't, I hated doing homework. Um, I could reason myself, you know, uh, I could reason. I, I, I was really good at reasoning things, right? You know, putting, putting two and two together. Um, but, uh, I, my, my parents actually paid for me to go to this SAT course because, uh, you know, you know, I, I wasn't very smart. And they said, you know, you need to get your SAT scores up to get into a really good college. And, uh, so I went to this, this, um, this, uh, SAT course right after school. And I got kicked out of it, by the way, just to jump to the end of the story. But the reason I got kicked out of there is because um, the, the teacher who was putting it together, he got really pissed off at me because when during the, I guess, uh, the reading comprehension part of the SAT course, uh, they had us read, um, I guess, a little fable. Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water, you know. Jack came down and tumbling down, broke his crown, all, all those things, right? And then Joe came tumbling down after, right? They, they told that story and they said, now, this is just a practice, practice test. You know, choose the multiple choice answers. And one of the questions was, why, well, why did Jack, you know, go up, why, why did Jack go up the hill, right? And of course, the correct answer was, you know, to fetch a pill of water, right? And, um, and I said, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on a second. Uh, why are we going up a hill to fetch water? Because usually when you go fetch water, it's at the bottom of the hill. And the, the teacher said that, Steve, you're not supposed to think like that. And then all of a sudden, everybody in the, in the class started thinking like me. They said, yeah, why is that? And then, and then I asked, well, who's telling the story? Because Jack broke his crown, which means he cracked his head. And Jill came tumbling after, but she's fine. Whose idea was it to like, you know, for Jack to go up the hill, fetch the water, and then Jack's dead. <laughs> Jack is dead in this story. Jill's still alive. And Jill, was it Jill's idea to go up that hill and fetch the pail of water? And Jill killed Jack, right? And, and that, that's what I, I said, this is a murder mystery. And, and um, he got really mad. Now, part of me, was, it was just joking. But again, I was just thinking out of the box. And he was so mad. This teacher was so mad. He said, he said you, you're not going to, none of those answers are going to work. You know, it's not there on the multiple choice. You, it's either this, 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 or that. That's not on the multiple choice. You don't think like that. You're not comprehending what you're reading. The truth is, I was comprehending it. 
And, and you know, circling back <laughs> to, to, to real life is that what happens is, is that journalists, they write these articles and what they want you to believe exactly the narrative that they're pushing. When all that they're pushing is a perspective. And we're finding out that everything that Fauci said, everything the Democrats said were lies and everything that Trump said was true. You remember when Trump said, oh, the FBI is spying on me. And then all of a sudden, the Republicans, the Democrats, the media said, the FBI is not spying on him. That's the most ludicrous thing we could ever know, ever say. Donald Trump is out of his mind. And lo and behold, they were spying on him. <laughs> they were spying on him. And they, and they come out and say, well, they were spying on, spying on him because he was working with the Russians. And that was what they wanted to tell you then, right? And that ended up being fake. There was no Russia collusion, right? So the whole Russia collusion, but they wanted you to believe that it was Russia collusion. Not believing Russia collusions was not one of the multiple choice answers, right? So this is what we are. I mean, when we're in high school, they're teaching us that reading comprehension is just believing what you read. And that's comprehending. That's not comprehension. <laughs> that's not how you comprehend what you read. To comprehend something means you read it. And I'm going to actually, you know, you know, comprehend and actually reason things, whether or not it's true or not what you're, what you're saying, because what you're writing is purely a perspective. It's bias. You may be leaving out information. And it's a lot of times it's so easy to figure out because, <laughs> because journalists leave out the things that they don't want you to know. Like, for example, they, <laughs> the United States and Fauci, they all said they wanted to make you wear the mask. Make you wear the mask. So give me the stat that says that mask actually works. Like how many, how many people, and I kept asking a lot of people, well, what is the stat? Like, how many people who were infected with COVID were wearing masks? They have that because that's one of the questions they ask. They never released it. Now, here in Hawaii, they accidentally released it, and it was 99.9% .9 of people who were infected with COVID wore masks. <laughs> that means the mask didn't work. Oh, how many people are, are actually dying with the COVID boosters? They're still dying with the COVID boosters, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, the boosters don't work. And then they say, well, the boosters are to actually treat COVID. So your, your ailments when you get COVID, right, won't actually, it, was, it won't be as bad. And then they tell you when you get COVID, well, make sure you, you take monopiravir or Plaxivid, which are like other stuff to help you treat COVID. Wait, wait a minute. I thought the vaccine supposed to treat COVID. <laughs> they don't know. They're lying to you. And they're telling, they're lying to you. But again, if you believe what they write, that's what they want you to do. And they, again, you were taught, if you went through the entire establishment of education, you were, you, were, you were not taught to think. You were taught to follow. So right now, the kids are thinking, well, what's a boy and a girl? You know, what, what is a boy? What is a boy? Now it's multiple choice. Now you have 10 million choices, but it should only be two. Right? What's a boy or a girl? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I think I'm one of these 32 or now tomorrow it's 55 and the next day it's down to five. Uh, you know, they, they don't know themselves. They're so confused. But that's what they want you, that's what they want you to do. This is the world we live in. So it's, it goes way far beyond Damar Hamlin. Damar Hamlin, the, the whole narrative of Damar Hamlin, right? And, and you know the funny thing, I'm watching football today. 
And, uh, there's a, there's two football games on here. And, and, uh, all of a sudden, Damar Hamlin, you know, he, he, he wrote, he writes a tweet out there, and I'm so glad he's good, but he's saying, I'm glad that, you know, my, in, I'm good, I'm thankful for my prayers and all that. And something he's saying, well, I'm glad that everybody can unite behind this and, and me bringing everything together. That's a great thing. And then all of a sudden, they start saying that, you know, Damar Hamlin's injury actually united the country, that we're not, we're not separate before. We were always, we always cared about people. You know, we may have disagreed pol- politically, but we always cared about people. We were never separated. Never, ever, ever separated. But it is the left, the liberals, who want to separate us. It, it is the liberals who want, to, who, want to, who want to destroy the opposition. It always is. You know, and to, so to say that, oh, this, you know, this Damar Hamlin, you know, incident united the nation. No, 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 no. <laughs> Everybody cares. Everybody can unite for the right thing. But still, <laughs> on things that trigger people emotionally, it's going to split you. It's going to split you no matter what. <laughs> All right, people. I've been talking for about 39 minutes. I'm sure you're, you're kind of sick of me of like, you know, complaining about life, complaining about DeMar Hamlin. Well, I'm not really complaining about him, but complaining about all these different types of things. I better get to bed. It's 2.26 a.m. in the morning. Thank you so much for listening. And again, if you like listening to me, subscribe to me. I promise to get up more content. I really do. It's not as busy this month. And again, if you want to book your wedding, Make sure you take a look at my company, okay? DreamWeddingsHawaii.com. Thank you so much, and I will talk to you all later. All right, everyone. That's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2 Movies. That's bbq T.O. Movies. Yeah, the T.O. is not the number two, by the way. It is T.O., like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ 2 Movies. Catch you around.